Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey guys, Ralph Marlboro here. We need your support to keep Saints Happy Hour going this offseason. Please support the show by becoming a patron so we can continue to cover the Saints in the ridiculous fashion you've come to expect. If you support the show, you get access to the podcast ad-free. No ads ever. Plus, you get our world-famous booze bundle, four swag items, amazing. And you get access to our private Discord channel where you can talk Saints 24-7. So please support Saints Happy Hour so we can keep this amazing community growing. Support the show at SaintsHappyHour.com today. This is Sean Payton, head coach of the New Orleans Saints. What's with this Saints Happy Podcast? This has to be the worst Saints podcast in the world. Ralph can't say anyone's name right. Andrew doesn't know football. Everyone has a hard time listening to Dave. And is Kevin even there tonight? The audio with this podcast, my God, the audio, it's its painful. All right, everybody, welcome to another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. Find us on the YouTube. Subscribe. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, give us five stars. Don't give us any stars at all. Uh, we're the best Saints podcast on earth. We got everybody here except for Kevin. Thomas is in Poland running the show behind the scenes. We had major catastrophes, as always, right before the show. But Thomas is a pro. He got it straightened out. Hopefully the levels are... I did. Well, yeah, I did. It's my, don't, don't throw me under the bus. That's fine. It's me. It's my, my computer did a reboot and it was catastrophe as normal. It was, it was more of a catastrophe than me trying to lift something with my left arm. It wouldn't be a Saints um, happy hour podcast without yeah. panic. And I was not, I was not very optimistic about it, but it's turned out okay. So maybe I was wrong. Well, not, yeah, it was not panic at the disco. We're just getting started. <laughs> yeah. Pan, it was panic at the disco. Um, I'm starting here. Uh, I know the Saints had some moves, some players left, and they signed some players and this and that. I'm starting here. I have had enough of Roger Goodell and his trash, capricious bullshit. All right? Nobody lost any draft picks for COVID. Not the Raiders, not the Titans, not the Ravens. The Ravens were literally drenched in Rona. They're... Strength coach was literally handing out packets of Rona to pe- for people to drink. None of them lost draft picks. The Saints lost a 22, condi- 2022 six-round pick. Andrew, I've had enough of it. All of Roger Goodell's bullshits piled up, piled up, piled up. I'm tired of it. Clearly, he has it out for the Saints. There's no other reason. And I'm not saying the Saints maybe or maybe didn't deserve to lose a draft pick because they did the celebration in the locker room. They didn't wear masks. I get you want to send the right message. Every I get team all was that. doing that, Ralph. Every team. Yeah. Every I, team I, was doing the same. After the Saints, the after the the Saints stopped doing it, there were multiple videos and f- photos out there of other teams within their locker room unmasked multiple times. 
Dave, do you have any thoughts? I'm just, I'm being like, it's just infuriating. Yeah, do I have any thoughts? I'm just as infuriated as you are. It's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's it's so hypocritical. Uh, you know, I don't know if Thomas could pull up the picture, but let's go back to not very long ago to the Super Bowl when Roger Goodell was standing there on the freaking podium in front of the on the NFL's biggest stage, and he's not wearing a fucking mask. Yeah. You you are the you are the face of the league. You. You have to be wearing a mask in that situation. The optics on that are ridiculous. I cannot well, believe. I cannot believe he is outside. He is outside, and the locker room is inside. I mean, just not not that I want to defend him, but you know, I'm not. I, I don't. Stein, I don't science. think it's a high risk situation. But if you're going to be the guy that has to hand down penalties for people not wearing masks, you have to you wear be a mask. King. Yeah, you better you be You have to clean. wear a fucking mask. It is hypocritical. It's hypocritical, Ralph. Like you said, that other teams, the Broncos, didn't the Broncos get in trouble? They had locker room celebrations without masks. The Saints did absolutely nothing more than any other team did, and yet they are the only ones getting penalized. Uh, this is like, I guess the fucking honeymoon period for the no call is over. I guess we're back on track. We're back to uh, Saints are... Public enemy number one, and fuck them. Uh, who gives a shit? Uh, it, it, it's it's a it's it's a fucking travesty. That's upsetting. It's really upsetting. You know the and- Saints. I just want to point out. I want to go back to the Titans because the Saints never shut down their facility. They never had COVID so bad. That's right. Running rampant through their building that they had to shut down practice or you know send everybody home. That never happened. Well, it happened with the Titans, and when they did contact tracing. It kept getting worse and worse, and they, you know they, they had guys at home for over a week, and they kept getting positive tests because clearly they weren't wearing masks. When and they, they were decided. practicing. And yeah, so so they get yeah so they get all sent home. They're told quarantine, don't leave the house, like you're on lockdown, and they hold an unsanctioned practice off campus, and they still have all their draft picks. And somehow, what the Saints did by dancing in the locker room without a mask after they tested negative. Somehow that's worse. Yeah, because you normally to, you want to explain that one to me. Because normally I would say, you know, the Saints probably didn't get penalized for the actual infraction. They got penalized because Peyton or whoever said "f you," and uh, and just and and they and they don't do anything about it. You know, they just continue doing what they're doing. You know, it's it's the it's the second offense, or it's the you know it's it's the not being contrite once you've gotten caught. Um, that usually I feel like gets the Saints more in trouble than the actual infraction itself. But like you mentioned, Andrew, when you mention other teams that are getting in trouble and then having unsanctioned pra- practices, it's not. It's not. If it was the Saints being, uh, you know, if the Saints were just being wise asses and being difficult to work with after getting in trouble, well, the t- Titans, I would say, are guilty of that as well. So here's the thing that really infuriated me because I know it's. It's, it, it's probably true. Somebody tweeted at me. They said, well, at least it wasn't the third round pick that they took away. And I was like, the, 20, the 2022 third that they're going to get for Fontenot, Andrew. At least they didn't take that away. And I was the, the thing that it, it made me even more mad because I was like, I kind of felt like, yeah, at least it's only a six. But, it, but the point is like, what is it? 
that Roger Goodell is he mad that Sean Payton didn't get fired that Tom Benson didn't fire him in 2012 that is that what he wanted he's still pissed about it like Probably. what I mean is- yeah, it's funny it's funny because you, you know, this tweet that we're seeing right now Saints and Raiders will not lose draft picks for COVID violations for a second we thought we were out of the woods we got our yeah, seventh round pick back for 2021 and, and so we were like wow we're out of the woods we we get our pick everything's good uh, and then minutes later we find out that the Saints lose a sixth-round pick in 2022 instead. But the Raiders yeah. don't. The Raiders just get a fine. They don't yeah, lose but... a pick. Uh, it, it's just the Saints that lose a pick. And here, here's the here's the, uh, here's the the kicker in all this. this. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is, I thought, was really interesting. The Raiders' fine is $100,000 more than the Saints' fine. So whatever the Raiders did was deemed $100,000 more egregious <laughs> in terms of financial penalties, and yet they don't lose a pick. You try to explain that one to me, Ralph. I can explain that to you. You think you know, but you don't know. <laughs> and, right. you never and you never will. That's they make that, it up, yeah, they make it up as they go Accurate along. AF. <laughs> I just, like... I think this is like put me in a space where I like I wouldn't say that like I was ever in a point where I was over Goodell and all that, but this just like to me, Andrew, it just like ripped the scab off and like put me in a rage that I didn't ex- like. I shouldn't care this much about a six round pick, but I just look around and it infuriates me. I'm just so pissed off, like. Goodell, he needs to get kicked in the nuts. Like, he really does. I don't advocate violence usually, but, like, that may – like – and the thing is, he's never getting fired because he just got the NFL $90 billion in TV money. Yeah, that I was about dude to say, is you, never you getting need fired to get ever. used to Goodell screwing over the Saints, Ralph, because I think he's going to be around for a while. He's commissioner for life. Like, yeah. in that TV, Hitting him in the nuts is low-hanging fruit. you got to think – Way bigger. You got to think way bigger. <laughs> more violent. Oh my god. More, he more grotesque. So oh yeah. my gosh. Like first, we're we're we're, we're it, it starts with the ripping out of fingernails, and then we'll go on from there. <laughs> the torture rack. <laughs> my god. Yeah, Put toothpicks I mean, in his eyelids. Ba- yeah. yeah. Basically, how many saw movies are there? There's like seven by now. Like know, we need to make an eighth. Eight. He needs his own episode. Like an he needs the Saw movie. Commissioner just, and it's is just what Goodell the needs. The Saw movie is just for Saints fans. It's Roger Goodell getting tortured. We could make a whole franchise on that. We could definitely get to <laughs> the Commissioner Part Twelve. I would, I would, I would watch that on pay per view at least. If, probably if, on, or we're probably HBO on a list Max. now. By the way, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, about to get, get... we're about to get canceled. We're about to get we're about to get canceled. We got oh, and by the way, we got we got like I don't know what you got put in Twitter jail because I told Dave Damashep to, to go play in traffic after he tweeted uh, that Drew Brees is lucky that he has one championship because Brett Favre threw 9,000 interceptions. And if he didn't have the one championship, he'd just be a compiler and not a first ballot Hall of Famer. I told Dave Damashek to go play in traffic, and he reported me for um, violent threats. And they put the Saints Happy Hour Twitter account in jail. And uh, that was infuriating as well. Uh you know, are I, you out yet? Are you still in? We yeah, we're, we're out. We were, were out. in jail for oh, okay. we were in jail for sixteen hours. It was it was wow. it was lovely. I, I got uh, it was it was hell, Dave. Sixteen I hours. I got a bologna no sandwich. Tweeting. It was hell. You got reacquainted with your families again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was only I was only able to be on Twitter. People in this house. I was only able to be on Twitter ten hours on Monday. It was very horrible your, your boss called you into work that day and was like ralph what's going on you've been very productive today what the hell is going on what is on you're actually do you're actually doing why are you why are you being such a good employee yeah not gonna work here anymore anyway tps reports and you put a cover page on every one of them this is unbelievable well you've been missing a lot of work i wouldn't say i've been missing it bob um but we'll transition to a good topic. Andrew, the NFL, like all the Saints cap problems, they are going to disappear in a river of money. Tell the people what you texted me when I told you how much the NFL TV contracts were worth. Tell me what you texted me. Tell the people. I can't even remember. Was it like you I was said, picturing lather me in cap shape? <laughs> yeah, lather me in cap space. Yeah, lather yeah. my naked body in cap space. I think so. <laughs> so, like oh all the God. saints, all you're the cap guy. You're the cap expert among us. Like all the cap trouble. Like it's go, like it's 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 poof go, goodbye, right? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, so I I think the big question as far as cap is concerned is how the NFL would structure it with the NFLPA where. Would they want like more of a safer tiered system, you know, where they don't go back to 220 or 230 where it was in one year, where you jump from 182.5 to basically between 40 and 50 million and have a huge jump? That's one way to do it. Another would be to kind of make it a little bit more tiered, where, you know, it kind of start maybe at 200 and then get back to 220 the subsequent year. That would be the safer way to play it if you're still nervous about fans coming in the stands and that sort of thing. But that that's well, even still, the TV contracts are one thing. The fans in the stands is still kind of unresolved. I mean, they think there's going to be fans in the stands, but is it going to be like sold out stadiums? Is it going to be like 50 percent capacity? And that has a major impact on what 22 cap numbers will be. So I'm hopeful. We'll I, mean, I think I think I think we'll as a country. I'd like to think by. By the end of the summer, will be. I would like to think that if you want a vaccine, you'll be able to get a vaccine. By the well, end here's of the summer. question: I, I got, I got, I got my first dose uh, this weekend on Friday. I got mine on Thursday, and I had to drive to a rural town in Virginia that's two and a half hours away from where I am. A little town called Danville, Virginia, and I guess nobody there in that town wants wants doses because at seven p.m. They had 40 appointments left 
that were un, untaken, they were going to throw it all wow. away. So they mm-hmm. opened it up to non-eligible people, which I jumped all over that shit. So I drove well, two and I drove five hours round trip to get you a needle. You risked being in deliverance too to get vaccinated. That's, That's right. Yes. So Andrew, yeah, this is what? I got. I got to tell the story. Actually, it's kind of funny. So like Danville, I guess is like the second. The city is Danville, Virginia, and if you look it up, it's like the first or second most dangerous city in Virginia. And so my wife's really freaking out, and I'm like, my wife. I'm from New Orleans. She's from Baton Rouge. My wife. <laughs> How dangerous could this really be? You know, like you're it's, from freaking, Mandeville. <laughs> yeah, I'm not from Mandeville. First of all, St. Paul's is in Covington. Secondly, uh, from New I lived. Orleans. I lived I'm in from New the Orleans mean on the streets weekend. of New yeah, Orleans. Of, you mean Metairie? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Old Metairie. I feel very unsafe. I'm from Metairie. the mean streets of Metairie Club Gardens. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, I mean, I, I just like how how dangerous could it be? So she looks up this pharmacy on like, you know, the crime stats or whatever. And there was a crime two days before and it was like theft. And then five days before it was uh, like robbery. And it was like around the CVS, like in that little, you know, around that pharmacy. And so I'm thinking immediately like, well, this must've happened at night. Like this must've been like a 2 AM thing. And she looks at the times our appointments at noon the two crimes happen at 11:30 and 12:15 in the <laughs> afternoon. So I'm like, oh shit! Like we're going to an Afghanistan war zone here. Uh, but that's how badly Andrew wants to get vaccinated yeah. so he can go to Saints games in the fall. They've, they've there's somebody who's been preying on out of town vaccine uh, seekers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we were a little nervous rolling up in my wife's fancy new car. Danville Thomas is 147, 147% higher than Virginia's average crime rate. Jesus Christ. A lot of meth Danville heads. is the apocalyptic times. A lot, it's of, the end lot times. of meth heads in, in Danville, yep. Oh my God. The top 10 most dangerous cities in Virginia. <laughs> it's number two. Number two <laughs> most dangerous in Virginia. What was number one? Portsmouth. Virginia, mm. yeah. My God. So, but a cap question, Andrew. Let's say they stagger it a little and they put the cap at two hundred five mm-hmm. in twenty twenty two. Is that good enough for the Saints to not have to do as much gymnastics as they did this year? Yeah, yeah. It, it there's a podcast out there that I recommend every Saints fan listen to. And it's our good friend that came on this show, Randy Mueller. He did a show with Mickey Loomis and Mickey Loomis. If you like, if you ever hear his interviews, he will never say a thing. Like he never discloses anything. I think Mickey Loomis interviews in general are the worst because he won't disclose anything. He'll never give you a look behind the curtain. Uh, But Randy Mueller and him go way back and they're buddies and Mueller brought him to new Orleans and everything. And they were in Seattle for 20 years together before that. And so it was the most forthcoming I've ever heard Mickey Loomis, uh, in an interview. And it's, you know, it's a 40 minute cap. It's fantastic. And he basically admits like, yeah, we wouldn't have cut Emmanuel Sanders and Janoris Jenkins. Like that wasn't part of the plan when, before the pandemic, like those were good players. We wanted to keep those players and we were basically forced because of the pandemic, because of the cap number going down to get rid of players that we wanted to keep. Um, and so 
you know, that that definitely had an effect on the Saints. And he said, look, our cap number, it, it affected a lot of NFL teams, and yet our cap number happened to be the highest this year. So it affected us more than anyone else. I mean, yeah. I would like to think, too, like, you know, Drew Brees will be off the books, you know, soon. Uh, and he was a huge chunk. So, you, you know, we don't know what they're going to do at quarterback. I mean, they, they could potentially have to yeah. – you know, find somebody and pay him a big chunk of money. But if they go the drafting route, then, you know, that's not going to be that much. And also just to go back to what you said about next year. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, and just to go back, Ralph, what you were saying, you know, if they stagger out the, you know, the salary, the increase in the salary cap, I mean, they're definitely going to stagger it out. Like there's no way they're going to have a year where the the cap goes up this huge amount, you know, because every, yeah, because everybody's going to want to be a free agent that off season, and then the people that aren't free agents that off season, uh, who aren't going to get a chance to cash in on all that, they're going to be upset. So uh, they're definitely going to stagger it over, you know, a few year period. That way, it doesn't all just explode at once. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as BetOnline is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently, knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. The TV contracts are done, but DirecTV, their contract for the Sunday ticket goes to 2023, and that's still up for grabs. So that could be another pile of ridiculous fucking money that comes to the NFL. Like, I could see, Andrew, Amazon or like HBO Max or some streaming service. Being like, we know that 65 to 70% of DirecTV subscribers, they're only DirecTV subscribers because they want the Sunday ticket. So I could see a streaming service being like, we'll get the Sunday ticket and we'll pay $2 billion a year for it. And we'll just take 70% of DirecTV subscribers. So that's like yeah. another pile of money that's coming down the line. And I know – you're like, well, that's two years away or whatever. But two years isn't that long of a time. So I think it's fair to say that like all the Saints cap troubles will be goodbye by twenty twenty three. Is that like is a that chef, fair? Is that like a chef's kiss? That was a weird. I don't know. I don't know what yeah, that was. Well, it was like yeah. a, it meant to be a chef kiss, but it it more it sounded like more it like wasn't, a pop. 
it was yeah, it wasn't but, it wasn't as much of like a sweet high pitched smack. It wasn't that yeah. yeah. It was more like But, but is that yeah, accurate? I think that's accurate, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think I I think the main thing with the Saints and the Cap is next year won't be as good as they would have wanted it to be because and surprisingly they didn't add a lot of ghost years to guys. I, I would have thought they would have added more ghost years. Uh, and that was a strategy they didn't employ. And I think part of the reason they didn't employ that strategy is because they didn't know what the cap number was going to be. And I think it, Janoris Jenkins is a perfect example where they could have added two years to his deal and make them avoidable so that you know the cap number was deferred. But they didn't. But they didn't want to do that because they weren't sure what the cap number was going to be. So that's a guy they could have kept if they had been told, like, "Yeah, we're going to be back to two twenty or two oh five, I think Mickey Loomis might have been like, "Okay, you know what? Let's keep Janoris Jenkins and let's defer his his hit." Um, but anyway, yeah. So I, again, to me, the big thing is: do fans show up in the stands or not? I, I guess. Think- I guess. I Thomas wants us to talk about Jared Cook. It looks like now. Well, he's, we've got, he's Jared, we've got to, the let's talk Bye. about all the We've got Felicia. Jared Cook to the Chargers. Goodbye, Jared Cook. <laughs> I like that Saints Rabbit says I like that far away. <laughs> he likes Bye, Jared Cook very far away on See the ya. West Coast. I like, it's like uh, I said for Jared Cook, I, I said the tombstone meme of the guy, Powers Booth, saying, well, bye. Um, Jared Cook left. Sheldon Rankins went to the Jets. Justin Hardy went to the Jets. Um, Malcolm Brown traded to the – Jags Jaguar. for a seventh. You know, Hendrickson to the Bengals, man, a lot of our guys are going to a terrible team. I mean, Ugh. the middle of this roster, but we're getting all Andrew, kinds of picks next year. Yeah, that's we, what well, I was going to ask. There's you. a third for Fontenot, a third for Hendrickson, and a fifth for Rankin. So we're already in line for three. Does Rankin, does, how much is the comp picks? How much does it matter? On their contract, and how much does it matter on performance, Andrew? Like, if Sheldon Rankins kills it with the Jets, does that matter, or is it just strictly the contract? Strictly the contract. Oh, okay. And before we get to the fullback that the Saints signed from Carolina, which Andrew did a breakdown, and by the way, you should become a patron because if you're a $10 patron, you get access to Andrew. Andrew did a film breakdown and a, and a and a write-up on the fullback that they got from Carolina. He is a monster, dude. Not only that, he used MMA moves to subdue somebody that, like, tried to break into his car or some shit. Um, but, Andrew... That's like, who was Mitchell Lavin? He, what did he do? Didn't he, like, save some woman in a parking garage? Oh, uh, Mi- Mitchell Lowen. Lowen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think <laughs> some some car, like, fell out of a two-story garage or something and crash and he like helped the person get out of the car or something oh, yeah, while yeah. it was burning and something like that save some I mean, woman's life i thought he Alex held the car Arma. up and threw it out of the way <laughs> and like andrew how's work like i look at the defensive line and i'm like yeah rankins hasn't been like he hasn't been really an impact guy in two years since he got injured in the playoff game but when you add rankins gone Malcolm yep. Brown to the Jaguars. Yep. Hendrick gone. Like that's a lot of dudes gone on the defensive line. And it, yep. one of them, I'd be like, eh, it's okay. But like all three of them, it makes me a little worried. Is defensive line becoming as big a concern for you as cornerback number two opposite Lattimore? 
Absolutely. Yeah. They've got to retool. They've got to find out a way to add some competition there. That's certainly in line for heavy drafting. So, uh, you know, listen, Carl Granderson and Shy Tuttle, I think th- those two in particular are in line for more snaps and how they do. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of variables here. Can Cam Jordan kind of get back to his level? Can he play a little bit better than he did last year? That's going to be important. Can Marcus Davenport get healthy and give us a good season? That's that's going to be huge for the Saints this year because you don't have the Trey Hendrickson buffer, right? If something if goes wrong and something goes awry with Davenport again, you don't have Hendrickson to step in and give you 13 and a half sacks. So Davenport needs to play. He needs to be healthy. The Saints are going to be counting on that this year. You know, Shai Tuttle and Granderson have shown good snaps when they've been in, and they're going to be counted on this year. They're going to play a lot more. Uh, I know the Saints like Malcolm Roach, too. Um, Dave's adopted son. That's another adopted yeah, son. Yeah, buddy. It's going to be yeah, the Granderson, Granderson Roach show next year. Wait, um, wait, wait, wait. Dave, what adopted son do you love more? Little Jordan or Malcolm Roach? If you could only pick one. I mean, I feel like Malcolm Roach has way more potential, way more upside, way more opportunity to, uh, you know, to be a playmaker on this team, to get a lot of playing time. But, I mean, Little Jordan was the OG. He was my first one. I love his name. You never forget your first. And he got that touchdown. I mean, he's he's he's... I, I, he's he's definitely, I think, overperformed. I, I think he's outkicked his coverage as far as where we where we really would have thought he. You know, I don't think any of us would have said, "Yeah, Will Jordan is going to catch a regular season touchdown." Right. Uh, I don't think we would have said that. You know, training camp of his rookie season. Um, I'm, but yeah, but like, I think he, I think I, I, I think not. Has a him out to be, like, what? Yeah, but I think Malcolm Roach has a chance to actually be a regular rotational guy on the team. But those guys are kind of yeah. already in the rotation. Um, I mean, they're going to get more snaps, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. but but no, you're right, Ralph. I mean, you, you still got Onyemata, but you're looking at Malcolm Brown, who was heavily relied on to stop the run. You mentioned, mentioned Hendrickson, and when who he was, was the gone, team leader in the sacks. The run defense regressed a lot. Yeah, So, and then you've got Hendrickson, who led the team in sacks, so that's really significant if you talk about 2020 production. And then, you know, Rankins, to me, is the least big deal of the three because I just feel like Rankins mm-hmm. used to be a high draft pick. He used to be an elite player for the Saints, but, like, if if we're just looking to replace what – Rankins gave the Saints the last two years. Like Shy Tuttle can do that. You I'm know? not. I'm not upset about Rankins leaving yep. uh, at all. That doesn't. That doesn't. And, and on, honestly, I'm even less bothered when I saw his contract. I mean, the, the Jets have to pay the shitty team tax. That's expected. Yeah. But but two yeah. years, seventeen million. That's. I think it's I, only like shocking. seven million. Good for Sheldon. Well, good for Sheldon Rankins because I think he uh, robbed the Jets without a gun. Here's my question. Here's my question to you, Dave. And I put this on Twitter and it it infuriated a a couple of people, uh, including Juge. I said, I asked who had the better Saints career, Andres Pete or Sheldon Rankins? Uh, Who do you think? Andres Pete's career isn't over yet. You asked that question like Andres Pete uh, is dead. If you you ask most Saints fans, I think they believe he is dead. (laughs) They wish he was dead, maybe. (laughs) 52% 52% of them, 53% of them, Dave, said Sheldon Rankins has had a better Saints career than Andres Pete. Would you agree with that? 
I I mean Sheldon Rankins had one good season. Uh right? I mean yeah. he's in, he every other season he's been injured, missed significant time. Uh so no, I I mean yes. Look, hey, Andres Pete has had his fair share of uh injury problems. Let's not get it twisted, but um when Andres Pete is healthy, I think he can be pretty productive. You know, I mean, I know last year I I remember every every week last year Andres Pete driving Andrew crazy. Man, one play he's in there, he's awesome. Oh my god, he's an All Pro guard. Second play he's in there, oh my god, he should be out of the league. What is going on? I don't get this. Um, At know. least I understand that for what it is. You ask <laughs> most Saints fans, and they like they think a folding chair would be more productive at left guard than Andres Pete. Like they. I, I think, Ralph, I mean, we've been Saints fans for a long time. I think it's fair to say that the disparity between how Saints fans view him and value him versus the perception out there in the league, like he's been a three Pro Bowls now. He's, he's, been, he's been with the Saints five years. He's been a three Pro I Bowls. I mean, the reason, the reason the Saints had to pay him that semi-ridiculous contract is the Chiefs put the full court press on him last year to go to yeah. Kansas City. The Super That's Bowl why team. he got that ridiculous deal. So it isn't even like it was a shitty team like the Jets. It was Kansas City, a gold standard team that has massive offensive line issues. They thought Andres Pete can be the solution to our offensive line problems. So – it is it is a great point, Andrew. Like he's got this gulf of like what Saints fans think of him, and what the Saints think of him, and what the rest of the league thinks of him, and it's just crazy. And that's why I love that. It's, a, it's an interesting comparison though, because Pete was picked thirteenth, and uh, Rankins, Rankins was picked twelfth. So they're right right there in the same area, you know, top fifteen picks. And my thing with Rankins is now, you know, what year was he drafted? Two thousand twelve? No. No, uh, no, 2016. 16. 16, yeah. That draft class was really poor. You go back and look at all the guys that are, I mean, it was Goff, it was Wentz, you know, a couple good players <laughs> in that draft class. But, like, if you go look at the first round, uh, it's unbelievable that Michael Thomas wasn't picked in the first round because you look at all those receivers that were picked ahead of him, and they're all terrible. But you, know, you had Treadwell, you had Corey Coleman, uh, those guys. Treadwell was one of my favorites. I wanted to. Yeah, see I thought he'd be good too. But so <laughs> he was going to be Colston two point You look at that draft class, and you can't really blame the Saints because it's. I mean, Rankins until this devastating injury, he really looked like he was going to be an All Pro player. Like he was, he was an ascending player that looked really good and had one elite year before that devastating injury. But, um, you know, I think if you told the Saints. You pick Rankins, this is the production you're going to get out of him. I think they would have passed. I think they would have said, now we won't take him. If you told the Saints, you you select Andres Pete, this is the production you're going to get out of him, I think they may have taken him. I think they may have said, okay, yeah, he's going to make three Pro Bowls. He's going to get injured some. His play will drop off a bunch when he's injured. But, like, generally speaking, he's made three Pro Bowls. We re-signed him and he lost a bunch of weight and he's still a productive player like I think the Saints would have probably picked Pete over again uh I don't think they would have picked Rankins again if no you, way you know I think, if, I, if have, you... I think I have like first round defensive tackle PTSD like I, I feel like whenever the Saints I don't know I'm thinking about like Cedric Ellis uh <laughs> 
Uh, exactly. Ex- exactly. Well, who was the dude uh, before Ellis? I'm blanking on his name, Ralph. Jonathan Sullivan. Sullivan, yeah. Um, I mean, Sullivan's Sullivan as bad as it gets because Sullivan, they traded the worst up pick ever. Yeah. Get him. He was top 10, too. Yeah, like, I was. just feel like whenever it comes to the Saints going defensive tackle in the first round, it's uh, it's not good. It's not good at all. I mean, the all three of those guys, Jonathan Sullivan is a is a is a bust gold standard for the Saints. And when you say that with the Saints, that is saying a lot. Yeah, Cedric Ellis, he's not a bust. He's weird in that he was getting good, declined, and then was out of the league. Like he didn't even play. I don't. He did his five See, I think Cedric Ellis. If you look at Cedric Ellis alongside uh, uh, Rankins, they're eerily similar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, the the two of them. Like throw away Jonathan Sullivan. First of all, that was pre Peyton anyway. Um, uh, Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Is is like Rankins and 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 they just it all feels the same you 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 pick them you know middle round you know middle-ish of the first round they're mediocre players they show potential they don't ever really live up to it uh and then they're done after their rookie contracts yeah did we, it did we resign me. right ellis ellis only played what no ellis years? played five years for the saints was that his contract con- that was fired. they contract. didn't resign him he yeah. signed with the bears and then retired in before he even played it down yeah. for that. I, so like, just, you know, history, history as my guide that I would say it's, <laughs> it's not looking good for Sheldon Rankins in the future. Here's my question to you, Dave, what's going to happen first? PJ Williams sign a two year contract with the saints or this podcast pod, podcast have professional quality audio week in and week out. Well, uh, it's, if, if we're comparing anything to the audio of this podcast, I got to go with the other thing. Uh, so facts. Yeah. So I guess PJ Williams getting paid. It's uh, it's quite the off season tradition for PJ Williams. Sign yeah, a sign a one year dog shit deal with the Saints. It's like, <laughs> it's uh, I think Chris Ro- Rosevoglu had this uh, tweet. It was life. It was like death taxes and PJ Williams signing a shitty one year deal with the Saints. <laughs> I mean, but that I'm kind of happy he's back. All. Like, I like PJ Williams as like that. Like, I trust, I'd rather have PJ than the starter right now, though. Oh no. man, he is. Who is the, who is uh, the starter at the other corner? Oh my god. I mean, it's Patrick Robinson or PJ at least until. The Saints Oof. cut Pirov. I still think Pirov's time might that. be might be that. numbered with the Saints, but we'll see. We feel like this draft is like crucially important. Like, like really, they need to really draft well. Like, maybe not 2017 draft, but you they got to oh, get three. Uh, absolutely, they, they need to hit on. They, they need to hit on a majority Dave. of their picks. They got to kick. They got to nail this draft. Yeah. I, I don't think it's got to be 2017, Dave. But it's got to be like 2019, a little bit better than that. Remember, they got McCoy. They got uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson. They need to get a starter and two dudes that play a lot. Like, preferably two starters and one dude that plays a lot. Because this middle of this roster is sort of wrecked. So they need to get three dudes that play a lot. I'm not saying they need to get four starters like 2017 or whatever. But they need to get... They need to get a bunch of dudes, and they cannot 
cannot have a draft like 2014 where they traded up for Brandon Cooks and picked dudes like Vinny Sinceri and all Ugh. those trash linebackers that didn't play a down. Ron Andrew. Powell. Yeah. I yeah. Fort. Yeah. The, the dude who fell asleep in meetings. He's one of my all-time favorites, though. He had narcolepsy. Um, Thomas, it's, it's need- good content for the podcast. Yeah, Thomas, we need to we need to get a soundbite for uh for any time Kyrie Fork gets mentioned. So like a guy like a snore or something. How often, you mean the panties your mother laid out for you? Yeah, I was gonna say we we might be using that soundbite like once a year. Hey, by the way, Thomas, chime in. How are you hanging in? Are you on like six cups of coffee because it's like five in the morning in Poland? What Only six. You are. You underestimate me. Uh, what time is it where you are? <laughs> Uh, almost 4, p- 4 a.m. Oh, wow. Yeah, I can tell he's off his game today, too. He's been uh, – some some of these uh, tweets, you know, he's putting into the box above our heads, and there's been a couple blank ones. Yeah. It's, it's a little, yeah, little good shaky. Job, Andrew, little... Ex- exposing me like Ralph. Yeah, yeah, a little shaky there tonight, tonight Thomas. <laughs> Throwing him under I, the bus. I blame Ralph. No, no, it's perfectly no. on brand. I, I thought you were doing it on purpose because, you know. But here's the, here's the thing that I want to mention to people is support the podcast. Seriously, if you're not a patron. So we can, so we can hire somebody better than Thomas. <laughs> yeah, no, no. If you, oh, if so you support the podcast. Oh, okay, okay. When we, when we say to people, Dave, when we say to people, we don't make any money off this podcast and we reinvest the money that patrons give us to make the show better, like it's not a lie. We have hired Thomas in Poland. We pay him as best we can and if more people would sign up we could do even more amazing things and that's and i feel like that's that's a great thing other people other people they're 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 taking your money on patreon or whatever and they're they're buying drugs or hookers or blow or whatever <laughs> we are not doing any stupid. of that wake up we are sending the money via wire transfer to thomas in poland so you know we're trying to give you a better product, so become a patron. Support the show. Yeah. Thomas, you're awesome, man. We love you. <laughs> Thomas Thomas is the best. The thing is, I know Thomas, he has scheduled like the three times a week that I'm going to call him when my computer goes fucking apeshit and I have to reset Discord. Thomas, how many times a week do we do that? About twice? Two times a week? I don't even count. yep there you Um, go Andrew this is totally not fair and this is me recently biased I'm I'm gonna prepare you guys now I'm gonna I just I need to tell you guys this real quick I'm gonna prepare you guys now for this my son's uh, he's almost 11 he's 10 and uh, he's starting to get into watching YouTube and you know recording stuff and posting it on YouTube and stuff and so he and his buddies, uh, you know, they're always like sending each other videos. And now he has a little iPod where he can text his buddies and they're getting into texting now. And it's kind of out there now that Cullen's dad has a podcast. Like, th- it's a thing. Uh-oh. And so, like, I'm terrified because like, yeah, one of his they buddies can't is like, because I'm his they I'm their basketball coach. Yeah, I'm 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 the basketball coach, and so they're like, I want to listen to Coach Juju's podcast, and I'm like, no, 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 like you do not need to be listening to that. And uh, you know, I know all their parents, so (laughs) if the parents might stumble on this, uh, so 
Ralph, they like... downloaded. Isn't there like an age restriction thing on that? On the... There should be. I, uh... I think oh. it's time. I can't listen. I listen to the podcast in the car, and I was listening to it, and Max was in the car with me, and I said, I don't remember what it was about, but I said it. That is a fucking disaster. And Max said, Dad, what's a fucking disaster? <laughs> <laughs> I, like, oh, I, I say it. I say this mostly because Ralph, like you may not like it's only going to affect me now. But Dave's only a few years away from his, or two years away from his yeah. son being ten, yeah. and it's only a matter of time before Max hears you talking about hookers and blow. Here. So I just want to prepare you for that. No, one of my one of my buddies had our podcast on, and his daughter was in the car, and she was like, "Oh, that sounds like Mr. Dave," and he was like, "Yeah, that is Mr. Dave," and, I, and he's telling me the story, and I'm like. Don't ever put our podcast on in the car when, <laughs> yeah. when, you're, when your kids are in the car don't, ever again. Don't, don't do that again, please. <laughs> don't do that. Speaking, speaking of podcasts, you know everybody does. Everybody does a a. It's since it's the March Madness. Everybody does brackets and they do funny different brackets, food, whatever. And they had the funniest thing happen on Saints Twitter that I, I did not realize. They have like. Two and three different Saints Twitters, and each one of them did their own bracket. And they were fighting with each other. But, Dave, the funniest part was they had three separate 64-team Saints Twitter brackets. And the only thing from this podcast that made it was our old dead Twitter handle link. (laughs) Podcast Saints. And I was hurt because it takes a lot of effort to be on Twitter 17 hours a day and be that irrelevant. Wait, who came up with these brackets? Who is this that's coming? Yeah, I, don't I don't know. know but I, I, not only was I not who on any of the brackets, I wasn't on any of these brackets. Like, not, not a Neither one. And I, I'm reading in like half the brackets. I haven't, I don't know any of these people. Like, I haven't heard of any of these names. And so I'm just like, it was a real reality check for just like how much time I, I how much time we spend on Twitter things. and how irrelevant we are still. It's, <laughs> I mean, I mean, for me of all of us, I feel like it's a really a kick in the nuts for me because I'm on TV twenty times a year and still irrelevant. Like, yeah, I have no, you're, I have you're no with Eric Paulson at like that 7 a.m. No one's watching that. I mean, anyone that's watching you, Eric Paulson at six thirty with you, Ralph, doesn't have Twitter. Well, that I feel like though we their website Malta, hits Andrew. Yeah, what's Malta? Give me the Malta update. Where are we? What's we are ranking? number nine in Malta this week. But dropping, but like we a have rock. a follower that she said 10. she had family in Malta. And I told her that she should tell her family if they love her. Extra downloads. Cook the books, people. Come on. Cook the books. Cook the books. I'm not not above cooking the books. Who who Um, posted these brackets on Twitter? I'm still confused. I saw the ones. Well, what happened was they had Twitter and then that boy Wolf, who he's a great follow on Twitter. And I'm friendly with him. He's great. He posted – the bracket and was like, I don't know any of these fucking people. And then those so people got like mad and they made a bracket and they called it old people Twitter. And it was like Duncan and 
Cat Terrell and some people I knew in Holder, but not us. And so yeah, I then even, I didn't even make the old person bracket. No, you didn't. I didn't either. God, Again, so I like, hate to hear that. I so mean, wait. I was just, I was just <laughs> surprised that like we didn't make any of these brackets for Saints Twitter, and I was a little bit hurt. Wasn't, oh, really the, wasn't the name of the person that started the bracket like wasn't the Twitter account Joe Horn's cell phone or something? Wasn't that yeah, the it Twitter? Was. Yeah. They're, they're really you guys are just really your own little your own little community there on Twitter and uh <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we even in the community? I think we're we're out. Have, oh I man. I, I wonder, did you go and follow all these people in this original bracket that you didn't even know? You this is whole, I did. I did. Is, so I was trying to like, like get this is like string, of it. This is like string theory, like parallel universe shit. Like you've been living your entire Saints fan loving life on yeah. one string on in one universe and you had no idea there's a whole nother string going along yeah. your string that's a whole parallel universe. There's a whole nother Saints Twitter out there you didn't even know. This is your mind is it's, blown. Yeah. Is there is there like a bizarro version of this podcast where like there's a bizarro version of Ralph where he's like got two working arms? No, I got I, I got I got I got news for good? you, Ralph. You're the bizarro version. You, oh, you are the bizarro version. <laughs> I'm the, yeah, that's fair. I am the bizarro version of Ralph. Like regular regular universe, Ralph. The audio works, two working arms. Yep. So, I mean, like, no, who would really be named Ralph in the first place? The the the, uh, the other Dave, the normal Dave, actually drinks good beer, not IPAs. <laughs> loves Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> he loves Olive Garden <laughs> like any red-blooded American. <laughs> oh, man. From rare dead stock to the latest release, you can find the exact sneaker you're looking for on eBay. As the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go to cop the pair you've been eyeing. And with eBay's authenticity guarantee, a team of independent professional authenticators perform a rigorous inspection of the sneakers you purchase before they're sent to you so you can shop confidently knowing your pair is the real deal. With other sites taking as much as 25%, you're going to have a lot of extra money left for more sneakers. Check out ebay.com sneakers today. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The NBA is in full swing and college basketball heats up as the schools make their way to the madness. The tournament is coming and so is the $100,000 Bracket Madness Contest as Bet Online is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets and it's free to sign up. Head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Thomas, fire up the music. We got to get to the we got to get to the, the the questions. As we as we wait as we wait Oh, there it goes.
I love this song. We need to get Morton Anderson on this podcast. I need. We need to. Do, I don't know. Do we, we want to... him to know that we've been using his song? He then he might then he might shut yeah. us down. <laughs> I Morton mean, Anderson can never be on this podcast ever again. Here's the thing, though, Dave. YouTube, YouTube shuts you down for almost anything. I know. I know. And they don't for Morton Anderson. They don't. They don't for Take It to the Top, which is just incredible. What's 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 the song that gets played in the Bizarro Saints Happy Hour podcast? Mm. I think well, we should they, have a. I think we should have a paid... this summer that that has like all the Bizarro Saints Happy Hour. Uh, the Bizarro things. Saints Happy Hour is probably pay the ASCAP fees where they can play whatever song they want. You know, so they probably have like some. I don't know. They probably have some New Orleans band. And, Something cool like from Treme, you know. Andrew, Andrew, people are saying right. that we didn't talk about uh, Arma, the new fullback. We did talk about him a little, but that can be the first question. Is he an upgrade mm. for the Saints at fullback? I think he is, yeah. Um, if you watch his uh, his tape, he's a physical freak. He's, he's much bigger uh, than... Uh, Sorry, I'm blanking on our old fullback's name that just left. Uh, was who's our fullback? Not Zach Line, but the dude we just had, Michael Burton. Burton. Burton Michael Burton. Um, so he's bigger. He's about 15 pounds heavier, and he's he's two inches taller. So you, he stands out when you see him in the backfield. You know, he's like 6'2", 250, 240. I mean, he's huge, but he is very fast. He's very quick for his size. Uh, he's very violent and powerful. So. From a pass blocking and run blocking perspective, I think he's going to be a little bit more devastating. Um, and I think he's a little bit better with the ball in his hands just because he's such a physical, violent runner that I think I think Saints fans are going to like him on the third and inches, uh, on the third and ones. Uh, and, and an interesting note uh, about special teams, and obviously Michael Burton played some special teams for the Saints, but uh, Burton was really only part of two core units. He was part of uh, kick return and I think he was part of the punt coverage team, or maybe it was the punt protect team, which is also punt coverage. But yeah, uh, Arma played all four core units uh, of return and, and kick coverage for Carolina. So he played over 200 snaps. Burton played about 140 last year on special teams. So Arma is a step up special teams wise, and he can play a lot more core units. And so I think the Saints just love his versatility. Uh, and, and again, like he's a physical freak. He can run, he's physical, he's big. Uh, so I do think it's a step up. I was surprised, uh, before Thomas starts firing off the question, I was surprised his contract for the Saints was really, really low. Like Carolina was, by the way the Saints paid him, they were obviously like, we don't even care, you can go. So it was just, it's, it's really interesting to me. Um, that they got they always a, go after Panthers, man. AJ, AJ Klein, Ted Ginn. Free agency Arma. for the Saints doesn't start until they sign a Panther. AJ Klein, Ted Ginn, uh, Kent uh, Coleman. Oh, Kirk Coleman, yeah. Yeah. Thomas, fire up the first question. Just a second. As we, just. <laughs> Okay, so the first question is from ZNMWR. I love that nickname. Do you think Watson's 
brand new sexual assault lawsuit will make the Texans more or less likely to trade him. Should the Saints take Watson anyway, even if he has to sit out half a season or more? Um, those, those sexual, the, the, the claims against Watson, I read a couple of them. Like, I don't know if it's true, but here's the thing. If you're worth $140 million, Dave, you cannot be trying to get massages by DMing women on Instagram. I listen, that is fucking reckless to the extreme. If you're quote unquote really trying to get a massage, like how can you be doing like Dave, that is that's that's reckless beyond measure, I think. Well, I mean, I'm not saying that he's that he that's he's done that because I have no idea. Um, this whole thing is very suspicious. Uh, if you really wanted to get just a massage, you can afford to get just a massage from a professional masseuse. If you're trying to get a quote unquote massage you can afford i'm surely there have got to be you can call somebody would wouldn't he once you shouldn't he hit up uh, robert Kraft? shouldn't he slide into robert Kraft? if he wants surely to there's, there's somebody who you can call well no i wouldn't call robert Kraft because look he got in trouble too so that <laughs> he's not very good at it either but surely there's somebody you can call and there are there are um i, I feel like we've talked about this before i feel like that kevin has mentioned this but you know there are uh, companies or women who uh, are a lot more secretive um, and deal with this kind deal with famous people on a regular basis and know not to air their grievances so but the whole uh, I, I don't know whether the allegations are true or not I think all of these lawsuits are coming about because of from the Texans because Busby or whatever is uh, a POS and he's the right hand man for you know, the Texans, and he lives next door to the Texans. Yeah, but Busby's like, I'm in Houston. He's like Morris Bart on steroids. Like, I don't think he would risk his reputation to help the Texans. Like, I just think, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of allegations now. Like, it's not one or two. Like, it's a lot of people. Of course, and where there's smoke, there's fire. I think that's what most people would say in yeah. this situation. Um, so... I don't know, but but either way, I mean, I feel like the Texans have gone scorched earth. I mean, they've they, they've just, blow, they've just the good, blown up their asset for good or for better. Or for the worse. most important thing here, Which Andrew, seems stupid. is that just, you should have just traded. Does him. this does this mean he's less likely to go to Carolina? That's all I care about because yeah. Carolina, their plan A, B, and C apparently is Deshaun Watson. So hopefully, this means they can't get him. He does seem a little untouchable right now. Um, Although, you know, Ben Roethlisberger had some similar stuff, and he never left Pittsburgh. Ray Penis Ben Roethlisberger? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so Roethlisberger really really never got in trouble, right? He just stayed in Pittsburgh. He kept <laughs> he playing and kept collecting cash. So That's right. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going to happen with Watson, but this does feel like is Houston maybe trying to get out of this contract for cause? Like that's, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if he violated the terms of his like model citizen you know whatever i just wonder if they want to get rid of him but they don't want the cap hit they don't want to pay him the money and i don't know this this reeks of like very possible how how do we wiggle out of this (laughs) that's a good point i didn't think of that it's going to be it's going to be really interesting and 
at first because maybe they knew about didn't... this stuff all along and it was under a rug swept right and yeah. it's like oh it, you want to play hardball with us we'll put the stuff out there it hasn't really hit nationally i think like i would you would think it like when you when all these allegations came in i was like this is going to hit nationally and it's going to be great. It hasn't really, maybe it's the end. Maybe it's because it's NCAA tournament time and it's NFL free agency. Like maybe it just gets pushed down, but I thought it would be a bigger story, but uh, it has not. So yeah. We'll, PR wise, we'll I am see. a little surprised Watson's uh, reputation hasn't been nuked yet. Yeah. We'll have to see. Wait, let's yeah. see. Let's see what happens when the NCAA tournament's gone and uh, NFL free agency is pretty much done. So, Thomas, what's next? Next question is from uh, Houdat. Of the releases over the last few weeks, which ones would you not would not have ha- happened <laughs> uh, without the COVID cap crunch? That is, if this was a normal cap increase year, who would who could we have kept? <laughs> I love it, I, Thomas. I love that you get stuck <laughs> reading these. It's so amazing. Um, <laughs> I think we kind of answered that earlier. I think that one went well. Yeah, I mean, Andrew mentioned that they. If you listen to that, Loomis. Yeah. No, they answered nobody. No, I I think they definitely would have kept Emmanuel Sanders and maybe Janoris Jenkins. You know, those are the two that felt like they were productive players that they liked, and they just, you know, they couldn't make it work. You know, Morstead. You look at Morstead, and he's like, he was kind of getting costly, and he didn't really produce last year. And they have a younger player they like, so. You know, would they have traded Malcolm Brown? That's that's the other one that I think probably would have stayed. Next. Next. Next question is from Amec5505. How concerned are you about the locker room without Breeze, Morstead, and Hardy? Dave, take I mean, that one. I mean, Denario Davis is still there. Jenkins is still there. Uh, Peyton is obviously still there. You, uh, you mean Malcolm, right? Malcolm Jenkins. Yes, yes, yeah, not yeah. not Jack Rabbit, Janoris Jenkins. Um, so uh, I, I'm not concerned. Uh, you know, they've ever ever since Bounty Gate, Peyton has made it uh, a top priority to make sure that you know the vibe in the locker room is good. Everybody gets along. There's no bullshit. Uh, I, I'm not. I don't think that's a concern at all. I actually slightly disagree with that take. I, I, I don't. Th- I, That's I'm not, interesting. Very I'm not, interesting. I'm not worried. Like I don't think there's a problem, but I, I do think last year, at least with Michael Thomas, we started to see a little bit of weirdness, um, and even just like with the stuff Bree said, and, and there's like inner, inner turmoil in the locker room, and I I think. I was surprised that, you know, you add a couple bad eggs and then all of a sudden, you know, Keenan Lewis, Akeem Hicks, uh, Junior Gillette. CJGJ. I mean, I'm just saying, like, it became a big problem. Like, this stuff can happen really fast. And I'll say this, And it catches you by surprise. I'll say this, too. 14, 15, and 16, the Saints were mostly, except for, I, I want to say 2014, they were mostly out of serious playoff contention post-Thanksgiving on. And the thing is, Drew Brees didn't give a fuck. Like, he was always playing and caring. What what was the year? It was either 2015 or 2016, Andrew, where his foot, he had plantar 
fascist, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm playing." And he played against Jacksonville, where probably most awesome. guys would, and he, most guys would have shut it down. So yeah. I do have a little bit of a concern, like if this year goes sideways for the Saints and they're not in contention, like thank from Thanksgiving on, I wonder without Breeze there to sort of rally them and make them pl- and, and get them to play hard, will they? It's it's a little bit of a concern. And oh by the way, I think I it's easy brought- to just assume things are great when the Saints are 13 and 3 or 12 and 4 every year, you know? But if they they start losing and their fingers start getting pointed like Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, Michael Thomas, like I I'm not worried, but I'm just pointing out that it's it's not like they have a bunch of model citizens necessarily. What about and your I'll boy see- Zach Streif? He's going to be in the locker room now. It's true. That'll help for sure. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs. A gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs. Now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard... We think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. We need, we need a sound effect, Thomas, of 
from 1999 when the Saints were like 2 and 12 where Ditka just lost his shit during a press conference and and just kept saying next question next question we need that sound effect that I can play so when it's time for you to do the next one I can just play Ditka yelling at media people but uh next question <laughs> next question uh, from Bodrich which team losing, regardless of sport, is just always hilarious? Uh, Butterich is always great about giving us good questions each week, so good. I appreciate that. I mean, the Falcons are an obvious answer here. I mean, every time they lose, and they and they do it in such spectacular fashion a lot of times, uh, that, just, <laughs> that just feels like an obvious answer. Uh, other sports. Um, Clippers? You don't like the Clippers, huh? Well, I don't know. Who's really bad? I'm just trying to think of, like, historically bad teams. Oh, no. I, I was thinking Fredo more in the like, chat says Duke basketball. Yeah, I was that thinking more question. something like that, like like the Yankees, you know, or just some, oh, some team that's, Yankees. like, u- universally hated, you know. Oh, yeah. Duke um, basketball is a good one. I'll say for me, locally, like, University of Texas, they lost in the NCAA dude, tournament. I don't know day. what it is about Texas. Like, I, I, I love it when they lose, too. Like, I'm with they you. they lost to Texas Abilene, yeah. and it's just it just delight it it delights my wife to no end. Like she hates Texas and Texas A and M with a passion. Like she, the uh, University of Houston, they won tonight to go to the Sweet Sixteen, and she was like, Barely. "Texas and Texas A and M, the Sweet Sixteen? No, they are not." Like she, it delights her to no end. So. University of Texas is one of them. I don't know what it is about the Longhorns, man, but they kind of – I mean, Alabama doesn't lose a lot, but when they do, it's it's a celebration in the Jewish household. Next question. Next question from uh, Lil Dice uh, 504. Do any of the latest free agent deals make it easier for the Saints to make a long-term deal with – uh, Lattimore L. Williams. Hmm. That's interesting. Uh, well, uh, the Justin Simmons deal is $15 million a year, so that's definitely framework for Marcus Williams. And uh, that is maybe a hair higher. Uh, so it has reset the market maybe slightly, and I think the Saints are maybe hoping to pay Marcus Williams a little bit less than that. So... Uh, yeah, I know Marcus Williams and his agent are going to be asking for more than that, and I think the Saints probably want to pay him less than that. So I could see that complicating the issue a little bit there. Uh, with the cornerback market, I mean, guys have been getting paid, but the market hasn't been reset. Uh, no, no one's gotten paid above what Jalen Ramsey made, so I don't really view Lattimore's deals more complicated. And by I, the way, I feel like the framework was already there, so it's just figuring out if the Saints want to pay that or not. By the way... What the fuck are the Bears doing? <laughs> they cut Kyle Fuller. They're all pro corner. And the, the transaction wasn't even dry. The paperwork in the NFL office and Denver signed him to like a one-year $10 million deal. Like Ryan Pace, like that dude is going to get fired into the sun. Got, got to create some room so you can have Andy Dalton as your quarterback, you know? <laughs> like, I like guess one thing for the Saints to cut Jack Rabbit, who's, you know, he's 33. Maybe we want to move on. You can't afford him. But, like, Kyle Fuller is 
a borderline elite corner and he's not 30 years old and like what i don't know like no one can no one cares because this isn't the bears podcast but i'm just i'm i'm fascinated by ryan pace the thing is that worries me is the bears are going to fire him and then the saints will rehire him and he'll bring he'll he'll reinfect their front office with his incompetence I, I, yeah but mickey loomis will keep him in check that's the thing like I mean, if he's just an ideas guy and Mickey Loomis could say that's stupid and I'm not doing that's that. That's a dumb fucking yeah. idea. Yeah. Dave, who on our podcast would be the ideas guy? The dumb ideas guy? Yeah, the dumb ideas guy. Kevin. Would it be Come me on. or would it be hell? Kevin. It's Kevin. No, it's Kevin. No. <laughs> Next question, Thomas. No more questions. That's all no more today. So, uh before Thomas fires up the music to tell us uh that it's time to go, um, I had one, one question for you guys is, listen, free agency is kind of done. Um, I don't agree with that. We're, the third wave might be where the saints are most active though. Right? That's the thing. The third wave, we didn't, we didn't talk about it and it was going to be, it was going to be the title of the slide, which is actually, it probably should have been because the tradition of this podcast once, since we've had Thomas, uh, producing it is Thomas creates the slide and whatever that title is, we talk about that as the music for the podcast is playing. Um, and it was originally going to be Dave, should the saints sign Richard Sherman? Um, so do you how like that? idea? How, Sherman, how old is he? 32. How, that's it. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I thought he was like 38. Like he's seen 38. Yeah, he seems so much older. I thought he's been in the league forever. And like when he left the Seahawks, I thought I thought when he left the Seahawks, he was like already thirty two. He turn he does turn he does turn thirty three in nine days. End of the well, that's not that big of a deal. Is he um is he negotiating his own contract again? He does. He negotiates his own deal. And the thing is, he made a lot of money with San Francisco, but that was because he bet on himself. And he was he killed right. it in 2019. So that really was an incentive laden deal. So I um, mean, I haven't I haven't looked at all of his stats and seen how well he's been. You know, last year I, I haven't been keeping up with him uh, that closely. But I mean, you know, I certainly think he would be good for for depth for the locker room. Uh, he's certainly good enough to I would say at least compete for a starting spot. Right now he's, you know, right now he could. He could be the starting cornerback, I guess. And, uh, but so I, I, why not? I just, but I don't know how, how expensive is he going to be? How expensive that's is my a, question, Andrew? Is a what's veteran the, cornerback going to be? What's the what's the contract for him that you would be like? Oh, that's going to have a lot of dead money in twenty twenty two. I don't like that deal. Like, what's the price point where it you don't like? Richard Sher- Richard Sherman being on the Saints. I mean, Richard Sherman just got cut, and he was making fourteen million a year in San Francisco. So, I just feel like he's a veteran. He's a name. So it's kind of remember that JJ Watt deal that was enormous for the Cardinals. Like even yeah, when guys Patrick like Peterson got ten million dollars, I feel like that's the number. Patrick Patrick oh. Peterson, who was kind of bad last year, um, he got one year ten million. So I think Sherman's going to be like, I'm no worse than Patrick Peterson, you know. <laughs> 
I, I think he's going to expect that one year, ten million. So maybe I don't they, like, give, they I don't, give maybe they give him a ghost year, so they're paying him five million. But the thing is, I don't like giving Richard Sherman like uh, a one year, ten million dollar deal with four ghost years because there's a high probability that he's going to suck, and you have to eat eight million dollars of dead money in twenty twenty two. Or I guess I guess you could split I don't it think up. He'll, make, I don't think he'll suck. Uh, I, I think. I wouldn't worry so much about that. I would worry more that like you have a 17 game season and you only get six games out of them. You know, that would be my thing. But is it the right six? That's the question. Um, So by the way, I forgot to mention it. Thomas reminded me in our, in our chat that we do as we produce show. I forgot to mention guys, eBay has a raffle. If you buy a pair of vintage sneakers at, eBay slash sneakers and you send either us or armchair media, the receipt you get entered into their raffle where they're giving away four pairs of air force ones. And you can enter as many times as you want Buy six pairs of sneakers at, at eBay slash sneakers. You get entered six times. Those four pairs of sneakers are awesome and it helps support the podcast eBay is really close to becoming a full-time sponsor for the entire year of 2021. That helps us pay Thomas money and not like Polish sausage and football cards. So uh, <laughs> if you are into vintage sneakers, uh, go to eBay slash sneakers and uh, buy cuss. a pair. Exactly. So Did we not uh, get any voicemails? We well, I gotta go back. Here's the thing: I got I got them, and we'll play them. We had a problem with Google Voicemail. They uh, because we went Not a long brilliant. time without voicemails. They locked me out. I had to get back in. We do have voicemails. I just got them. I'll I'll, I'll play I'll I'll play them this week, Dave. We only had a couple of good ones, but people uh, call the hotline. What is the hotline, Dave? It's your baby. You should know the oh, number. I don't, I don't you have you need to know on. this off the top of your head, Dave. I don't have my phone on me right now. Uh, I had to go. I had to go. I into think I might have it. I might. Have I had to go into my mud room to plug my computer in because my battery was running low. Yeah, it's Ever two since one we've had a zero. producer. Yeah, two one zero five nine five zero eight one eight. Give us your best Drew Brees remembrances, favorite memories, what he meant to you, and we will create a podcast, especially of all those phone calls. So do it. Call the hotline. Leave a message. It's back up and running. Uh, so do it. So they, uh, so uh, Thomas play the music so we can, uh, so we can wrap this thing up. Um, thanks to everybody for joining us in the chat. Uh, sign up. We've had a bunch of people, Betty, Dave, Carl, uh, Sim- Simpson ease. I'm sorry. I bit, probably butchered your name, but all these people have signed up and become patrons because they know we're the best saints podcast on earth. And we are going to have breaking news. We gave you six podcast last week when the saints do a move if they sign richard sherman or whatever we will be the first podcast to react to it and oh by the way the matt muscona interview is fucking amazing he we talked to him for 90 minutes andrew didn't we talk to him for like we talked to him for like it felt like four hours yeah we put two hours on the show he was tremendous um so support the show and we could do more amazing things so do it uh, so for Dave, for Andrew, I'm Ralph, T- Thomas running things back in Poland. Uh, thanks for joining us. Until next week, the bar is closed.